Welcome to the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. Welcome to the Prog Talks, an interview series by the Prog Space where we will be talking to musicians in all corners of the progressive music scene. Welcome back to another episode of the Prog Talks. I'm your host, Dario. And as always, before we jump into today's topic and welcome today's guest, don't forget to get us a cup of coffee or get yourself a nice cup of uh, the Prog Space um, in our merch store or any anything else. Um, helps us out a lot, uh, continuing what we're doing. And uh, yeah, now uh, calling from... Cologne or in that region, I guess, is Julian Zur from the band Arius. Hi, Julian. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. Um, two years ago, a little bit more, um, we, we had the pleasure of uh, um, doing a little talk on location with the broadcast back then at the backstage um, here in Munich. And it was... Um, one of the very few gigs in the fall of 2020 um, that were mm, possible to happen. And uh, I think for, for you guys in areas, it was also kind of a big deal. You had like two singles out and you were already supporting the Mighty Ginger. Uh, right? Uh, so, yeah. And, and now, two, two years later, um, you finally released your debut album. Uh, Arcanum in September, September 16. Um, so it's been out for yeah, um, more than a month already. One and a half month, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you managed to to uh, have it ready right in time for Euroblast, right? <laughs> where yes. you where, where you um, were also able to play. Um, so I think a, a lot has happened since uh, in in these two years. Um, you you um, recorded the album um, and um, how how was how was the release for you? How was the release show and and how how was the reception for you? Yeah, a lot has happened. I mean, we are trio now, so um, minus one band member, um, but we are very happy to. Uh, to have released um, the album finally because we kind of worked on it for two years three years actually i mean the first uh, songs written for the album are like four years old um so it's good to finally hear it in its totality and yeah and uh, to release it and um euroblast you mentioned it was kind of our release show and um i mean it was best possibility to um release the album like two weeks before euroblast so the people can hear it and, and then they can experience it live. Uh, and it, yeah, it was a great experience for us playing the songs live, like um, for one of the first times uh, on, on Euroblast. And um, the feedback at Euroblast was, was overwhelming. So many people came to us and talked to us. And um, yeah, we're just so happy um, that they could experience the songs live. And um, yeah, it was just great timing for us. Um, yeah. Wonderful. Um, yeah, I remember um, like two three years ago when when we when we talked with the podcast and uh, then you guys 
uh, had the show with Ginger, and afterwards we we were kind of partying a little bit um, and and nerding out about Prague um, the whole night. Um, that's uh, it's wonderful memories. That was like a really cool um, break from from all the Corona lockdown stuff uh, that that was that had been happening in the in the first half or of 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 2020. Um, it was right around the time where 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 there was like a little bit break to breathe. A little yeah, it was kind of in between the two lockdowns, right? There was the first lockdown, then there was like summer break <laughs> of COVID nineteen, and yeah. later on the second lockdown came, and yeah, it was all back to zero again, <laughs> concert wise. Yeah. Um, so in the meantime, you you put out a couple of more singles. Back then, you had two singles out, and then I yes. think there was two more singles before the the album was announced, and then there was two more singles, and uh, the very first single was "Waves." That's not on the album. What happened there? We just didn't feel the song fit the album, so um, we were moving on as a band, and um, it just didn't feel right to put the song on the album. Um, yeah, we did. We discussed all the songs. Um, we have several other uh, other songs um, that um, didn't make the album, and Waves was one of them. And um, it actually was never intended to be on the album. And um, it was just the first, the first baby steps, just trying out. A yeah, bit, yeah, just kind to have of something kind of. out. <laughs> and um, Alienate, the second single, was also discussed deeply in the band, and we decided to. Do a little remake, uh, enhance the sound of the song, um, as we felt the song was uh, worth um, working on, and so it made the album. But uh, we didn't feel the same with Waves. So um, yeah, I just I just listened to it after listening to the album, and I think there's the 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 the, the gap, the step up in production quality is 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 quite uh, quite her. You can you can really hear it. Um, so but. As as you're a new band, I think you can maybe once again uh, tell us a little bit about your sound. Um, yeah, what what kind of music uh, can people expect from Arius? I think it's quite diverse, and especially when you listen to the album, you, it's kind of a journey, and it's also a musical journey as a band. As I've said, um, the first songs, one of them being Alienate were written like four years ago or three years ago. And the last songs for the album were written like, yeah, one year ago, um, like pretty much um, shortly before we hit the studio. Um, so I think you hear that progress on the album. And um, so it's a very diverse album. You have all the proggy kind of stuff and proggy kind of elements like odd time signatures and like weird harmonies and incredibly technical riffs i hate to play live <laughs> and on the other hand there's like this poppy bouncy metalcore side of the band um and i think it all merges or or, or blends uh, quite good together on the album uh, and yeah so it's like some some bouncy metalcore proggy metal stuff <laughs> <laughs> uh you just mentioned hitting the studio um many many young bands or um, many new bands with the with the possibilities nowadays uh record kind of in the home studio you know uh especially in this kind of music uh i think it's pretty common um beat metal like like 
up and coming metalcore band or or gent bedroom guitar project you know <laughs> what i'm talking about i mean a, lo a lot of stuff is done at home uh out of convenience of course and also um just because it's way cheaper and and you can get good results with the new technologies and that that are also not as expensive as uh, you know studio equipment you of course used to be and still is um but i I'm guessing then that you you really took the time and effort and money to to book a studio and uh, record it properly, right? Yes, we did. Um, I have to say, um, like money-wise, we were supported by Initiative Musik, so um, money wasn't that big of an issue, so to speak. Um, but we discussed if we should record at home or if we should hit the studio and work with a producer, and um, we've gun the record everything at home or like in the rehearsal space um way with our previous singles um up to gizma um which were all recorded at home and for the album we felt it was right um to go to the studio and work on the songs a bit more um and it was actually quite great because we had some songs with which we weren't that confident Um, which weren't that finished when we hit the studio and it was a great experience to work on these songs uh, with, with an experienced um, producer um, such as uh, Christoph of, uh, of NSOK is and um, I believe he made some of the, thong the songs um, better and um, yeah so there were songs that were like quite finished when we hit the studio and some uh, songs on uh, which we worked quite a bit in the studio and overall it's It was a great experience for us all, and um, I think we learned a lot in the process, also about our own music and uh, our approach to music. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, you just mentioned Christoph Vitorek, who is also guesting on the Mardi Gras, um, the, which was the last single before the album was released, and of course he's uh, um, very well-established metalcore producer and also playing with the band and is okay as you just mentioned so did he did he become a, a little bit of a mentor in a in a musical way helping helping you shape the songs to to get ready for album stage yeah it was quite an interesting symbiosis kind of because as you said he's quite a renowned metalcore producer and i think the music he usually produces is um, is quite a lot straighter and more poppy maybe um, just more in your face than prog metal is usually uh, used to be and our music music especially some of the songs um, we we um, wrote were like really tacky and really weird in their um, structure and um, I think we profited from him working on the songs because he At some points, he stopped us and said, "Hey, that's too much. <laughs> you shouldn't do that." And we were, yeah, like, okay, that's maybe that's too much. So, and um, so I think he made the songs better. And uh, for us, it was perfect because, yeah, at some points he would just stop us and uh, say, "Hey, don't do that." So the listener won't understand what you what you want to do so and <laughs> the next time you're going to work with a pro producer and and you're going to write 23 minute epics which is going to be half of the album <laughs> next next time we only write pop songs and go to a pro producer <laughs> oh right that, yeah that's also that's 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 perfect uh, perfect plan i really like that 
Um, speaking of the songs, um, I kind of really like the the opening triple, Bogira, U763, and Crystals. And um, there's there's one thing that kind of Bogira and and Dawnbreaker have in common is that kind of this floating chorus, which I really really like. Like it's not an in-your-face poppy chorus, but it's more like it's it's floating suddenly and and uh yeah it 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 makes for a great great dynamic and make co great contrast but on the uh, second and third song um on the second song I'm, i i noticed you 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 started to introduce a little bit of this you know unprocessed like guitar flageolet thingies yeah definitely. whatever <laughs> uh but on those two songs um i noticed that towards the end i think in u763 whatever you You call it in the band, <laughs> exactly <laughs> and, like that. <laughs> uh, I think there's might. I think there is. It is right before the last chorus, and but in crystals, I think it's at the very end. You you're going full in with the guitar solo, which is in contrast to to most of the album being very very modern. Um, is a little bit more uh, classic shred or a little bit more old school. So. So I really wanted to ask you, what's your, yeah, guitar influences? Yeah, it's funny that you hear it because it obviously is. Um, <laughs> um, when I was younger, I, I grew up on on Queen, mainly on Deep Purple, on Scorpions, on that kind of stuff. And then it emerged to like Dream Theater, just at Rihanna, Steve Vai, and I think you definitely hear it in my playing, especially in my lead playing. Um, so it's not like the modern stuff all the time but um yeah the old school shredding kind of stuff always comes comes through in my playing um and yeah that's kind of my identity and i i i like to play it and i love to incorporate it in our music so it feels right <laughs> yeah and, and it, it, i think I, i think it's it's kind of fresh a fresh contrast because yeah mostly you you have bands that you know do either this or either that <laughs> and uh, and then you have you have the mix and it 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 uh i think it it it, it the the songs benefit from it um as as it's something you wouldn't normally expect in this kind of environment oh thank you so much <laughs> i really appreciate that i mean it's um if you if you look at where i'm musical backgrounds are for the three members of our band um it's it's quite diverse and we have so many different influences like laura's a huge porcupine tree fan and i'm like a huge architects fan and doma brings in all the other other influences and um it kind of merges together and i think that's i mean at least for me it's what makes this band exciting Wonderful. Um, yeah, you you already mentioned at the very beginning that you're down to a trio um, uh, lineup now. Uh, you, some somewhere on the way, you uh, dropped a bass player, um, and as far as I remember, you the press release kind of or the, the 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 official statement was that you, that you're going to continue as a trio now without a bass player. Now, of course, with you know looking at gent or metalcore bands is not unheard of to have no to not have a bass player in the band um 
but yeah i have to admit um in that case i'm i might be still a little bit old-fashioned i do like bands with a bass player um uh, so what led to the decision after um the previous bass player quit um to 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 stay a three piece and 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 continue working like that and what um, does it mean for the for the maybe for for future um music that you're going to write and also for playing live um at the moment we are playing live as a, a three piece on basis uh, yeah come playback um but the decision was mainly made because we were like in the middle of this album process and we just didn't feel uh, it, it didn't feel right um to um yeah welcome a new band member right in, in the in the album process um we just wanted to finish um that thing and um for the future we might have a bass player we might um continue the three piece we're actually working on new music at the moment um as a three piece and i mean as a guitar player you always tend to play a little bass I mean, not as a basis, but um, it, it's uh, it, it's enough for for songwriting at the moment, um, <laughs> and it works for us. So um, we didn't feel we need to change that at this at this point. Now that 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 would be would be more of a Laura question. Uh, Porcupine Tree new album, Stephen taking over the bass from Colin Edwin and having a totally different style, of course, than a bass player. But that was also his. Uh, I think it was his goal, uh, sound-wise, to not not sound like a bass player. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the same for me. I don't think like a bass player. Um, I, I I'm a guitarist playing bass, so it's actually <laughs> a second guitar like an octave lower, <laughs> if that's even possible. <laughs> if that's even possible, with I don't know. Uh, what, what kind of let's talk gear for a second here. What what what's your guitars? <laughs> What, what what kind of guitars do you like to play? Um, so yeah, I have Get my them main in guitar there. here, obviously. So that's like my main ex. It's a custom-made guitar by Sigurd Christoph Gavels. He's a German luthier, and I ordered this guitar like five years ago. So it's my main guitar for five years, and I never wanted to go back. And yeah, it's an eight-string multi-scale bare knuckles, all the usual <laughs> stuff <laughs> you probably heard of in the in the rock space. Um, but I also love to play like classic stuff like um, Fender Stratocaster or, or that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and then Camper, Camper all the way. <laughs> Since I bought the Camper, I'm not looking back. <laughs> I always like uh, was a tube amplify kind of guy but uh, i don't regret um switching to camper because it's just like so much more practicable life and um yeah we'll see uh, what the future um holds for us like gear wise but at the moment i'm pretty confident using an eight string wonderful yeah speaking of the future um is there any more plans right now for playing live and stuff um we're actually planning like a year 2023 at the moment um we're writing new songs um yeah because we want to move on as a band and move forward and um and continue the journey and um yeah actually all the songs on the album are like one year old now because the release process just took so long so we felt the urge to write new music 
and um, hopefully release um, new singles very soon. And um, with that, playing live. All right. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope the, the next next year will open up more possibilities for you to play live. As uh, yeah, me too. Uh, I remember. Uh, that was that was my big uh, um, uh, sheet music from the Bach Weihnachtsoratorium fell down from the music stand. <laughs> you, pr you practice Bach Weihnachtsoratorium. The Christmas oratory. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm singing in the choir. Uh, ah, I see, I see. <laughs> Great. So, yeah, Every, everything's in one piece behind me. Uh, it's not like the bass guitar fell down or, or anything. Yeah, I remember uh, Ari's life uh, experience was very energetic, and I really hope to see you live again um, at one point in the future next year. Of course, this year is all, uh, like is almost over now. It's, um, yeah, <laughs> we're. Uh, I think a lot of people already starting to to write their end of the year lists, even though it's just uh, starting with November. Um, but yeah, there's been so much great new music this year um is there any album from this year that you loved particularly as as always as back then in uh, two years ago you can say something non-proggy <laughs> you're free to do so <laughs> something non-proggy uh, you don't I mean, have to you can also say something proggy <laughs> most of the stuff i loved to listen this year was was pretty proggy um i love the new animals of leaders album um it, Arhesia, it, right Yes, yes, the unpronounceable name of an album, <laughs> but it was a great album. Um, I was pretty surprised by um, the new Unprocessed album. Uh, I love the direction they're taking. Yeah, wonderful. And um, I also love the direction Architect is taking, um, although I think it's not for everyone. But um, yeah, <laughs> I was not, I, I mean, I, I, as, as, people, and maybe you also uh, would expect from me, I'm not the biggest Metalcore fan. And um, yeah, I have to admit the singles that I heard from Architects. So, so I'm already not really familiar with their older stuff, but the the new singles also didn't connect with me. But as you already mentioned them, uh, I would I was figuring that that you probably was were listening to the new album as well. Yeah, I was <laughs> a lot, a lot. Um, also, the new Polyphia album dropped like two days ago, three days yeah, ago. Yeah, as we record um, this. Yes, I, I have to go on a deep dive in that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that are maybe the main releases for me I, this year. I, 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 I'm pretty sure you as a, as a guitarist um, will listen to Polyphia uh, or Animals as Leaders very differently than non-guitarists. Um, so yeah, but I do have to check out the, the new Polyphia album. Um, I just heard the singles and I thought they were quite cool, interesting but maybe also not everything on there will. I'm I'm pretty sure that not everything on there will be for me. Um, as we're just in the in the um uh, kind of old school broadcast reminiscing. Um, what's in your Walkman phase? I just um, there's just this this album. That's one album I missed in my releases of the week, and I'm regretting it deeply because and and I might write a full review about it. It's the new album from A.A. A. Williams. Um, what was the name? Something with Moon or something. Come on. <laughs> it's uh, As the Moon Rests. 
And I've been absolutely obsessed with the song The Echo. Um, the Echo. <laughs> I have to give it a listen not, then. <laughs> it's not the Leprous song. <laughs> Anyways, Julian, it's been uh, great talking to you again. Uh, all the best with the continuing uh, album campaign for Arcanum, which is out since September 16. You guys out there, go listen to the album, uh, order some merch and stuff. And follow areas on the socials. You can find the links somewhere on the screen in the description. <laughs> Everywhere, as always, you can also find the links to our pages if you haven't subscribed to them. Uh, we also appreciate a like and subscribe as always. And yeah, don't forget to keep spreading that prog love. The Prog Talks, produced by the Prog Space.